Hi, this is Ed. Ed, it's Joey Jingola. Joey, I was just leaving you a voicemail. How you doing, sir? I'm great. I apologize. My phone is on Do Not Disturb. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. It's kind of the same thing as putting, you know, a blog post about how to get insurance for window cleaners right. who have valley fever. You're only going to have a few people searching for that, but you'll have those people. The opposite right. is, you know, everyone's going to look for how to clean. They're not going to put how to change it on my car. They're going to put how do I change the clock on my Super. 2018 Outback I just spent right. 40 grand for. And they're proud of that name. They are proud of that name. And that's the secret. That's my buddy Ed Munson of Munson Insurance out in beautiful Fresno, California. And yeah, Ed is the car guy that's also an insurance guy sort of kind of thing. And I love Ed. And he is talking about something. This is it, man. This is the whole, in my opinion, right? This is like 95% of what I would attribute any, uh, any sort of success that I have had with people finding stuff that I put online. And it's the easiest, fastest, like most surefire way to have somebody find you, and that is to leverage existing name value. I've, I've been saying it for years, and I just I have yet to come up with a better name. So deal with it. If you got something, joy at agencynation.com. Let me know. I'd be happy to adopt something better. But for now, we're going to roll with it. But it's taking advantage of the names that people already know because there's a good chance, there's a reason millions upon millions, if not in the insurance industry's case, billions of dollars are spent to get certain names in front of people they know them and we in some cases represent and or need to consult on such names and thus we then can leverage siphon take advantage of that name value now where ed actually had some success as a car guy and he actually he sent me a video and an email the first email he ever sent to me he had attached a video to it so he kind of stole my heart from the beginning we were kind of smitten with each other and uh, he had told a story i think about how he had kind of some success with this unknowingly. And what he did was, is he had created a video um, for the Subaru Outback, was one of his popular cars, and how to set the, how to change the clock. He was getting that question often, how to change the clock in the Subaru Outback, or 2018 Subaru Outback even, even more specific. And, um, and that's, so he's like, all right, instead of answering this question over and over again, I'm gonna make a video. Like, obviously people are having this problem. I'm, it's just really easy to do. I can make a video real quick. And he's like, that thing took off. It got like 50,000 views or something like that on YouTube. I don't know, right? And I asked him, I was like, Ed, why did that, you know, why did that happen? Why did that video on how to change the, the clock in a Subaru, in a 2018 Subaru Outback, why did 50,000 people watch that video versus, you know, the 100 or 200 or whatever, you know, 50, 10, I don't know, the number of people that would maybe normally watch one of your videos. And I can't remember exactly his answer, but he didn't quite have it. And that's when I said, I said, it's because, you know, Subaru, people know Subaru, they have a Subaru. They have not just any Subaru, they have an Outback. They don't just have any Outback. They have the 2018 Outback. They have a very specific problem that needs solved. All of a sudden it's daylight savings time and they just need to change that clock by an hour and you do it once a year. And it's the most annoying thing to remember how to do it. And he showed people how to do it 
And they never, they don't know Ed the car guy, but they know they have the Subaru, they know they have the Outback, they know they have the 2018 version, whatever. Those are the specifics, right? It's, you know, one layer, two layer, maybe three layers deep that you have to go, three three levels, and you zero in on that, you hit the bullseye, people find it, and then now they never knew the Ed, they never knew who Ed the car guy was. Now they do because, all because of just that clock problem with the Subaru Outback. It's honestly the most important thing I think honestly, period that I could ever say, like, it's just that it's just that easy and impactful is talking about very specific things that people have problems with and or want to know information about much to the effect of the best of insert Subaru Outback 2018 in insurance terms, or, you know, as my favorite example, best, uh, the best insurance for contractors in New York, right? That's how, again, Insurance, contractors, New York, three levels. I guess three might be the magic number. I don't know. I never really thought about it much beyond that, but maybe maybe it's coming to me now. Uh, so th- that's that's something to consider. And you might think that you're going too narrow and you know, Ed could have just made a, hey, how to change clocks in cars video. That sounds awesome. But he didn't. And that's why it worked. And that's kind of really what it comes down to. Um, if you're willing to be that specific, if you're willing to drill down and just notice, be aware of, of the problems people are having and how you can possibly help solve them. But really, honestly, if you even want to take it a step further, this is, is potentially, I'm not saying game changing, but this is something that, you know, now that you've got their attention, it's how do you keep staying in front of them in a really easy way? You're way ahead of me on this, on this kind of marketing way ahead of me, but I want to ask you a question. So I have this idea and I haven't been able to fully implement it because I'm just a one man show and I work for someone else in my car business. But for example, I want to have a different, say I'll just use video, a different video for each color of a Subaru car. So that when someone asks me in an email, you know, I want to know, um, please, what cars do you have with a light interior or whatever? And I can say, I've got this 2018 Outback tungsten metallic and then have tungsten be a link to my video showing that color. Is that still worthwhile to do that stuff? Because I would like to have a video that just says, what is a claim? You know, because a lot of people, especially my first time insurance buyers, they don't know that much about insurance or that kind of old school stuff. Before we address that, I'm pretty sure the one job and like, the, well, there's, there's a few, the one job that does not require a drug test is the dude that comes up with the names of the colors for the cars, right? I mean, I just, where does it come from? I, I have no idea. Whatever. So anyways, I guess if, if that's you, if, you, if you're having trouble passing drug tests, I don't, do they have drug, all right, we've gone off the rails. I'm just saying, like the tungsten, like just, they may just make like weird names. Anyways, Ed, that's not old school. That's actually great. And I'm I, and I, this is all of a sudden like kind of a borderline like car marketing show and not insurance, but I think it's fun. And I think it's always good to take examples. Um, and uh, I think it's good to take examples from other industries and especially one so closely related to insurance cars. Um, and it lends itself. It's a nice visual. It's easy to wrap your brain around a car because it's such a big physical thing, obviously. And then let's apply that to insurance. All right. So anyways, here we go. Uh, drawing from my recent experience, having to go through the car buying process unexpectedly leading me down the path of entering minivan life. Uh, I tell you what, there is something that a guy did and it, it, uh, you know, I was just calling around to different dealerships. It was basically between the Honda Odyssey and the Chrysler Pacifica. I mean, like from what I can tell, I don't know, there was a couple others, but from what it seemed like, those are the two contenders. So I was just kind of, you know, feeling out some, some dealers around the area, what they had, types of inventory, all that fun stuff. And 
there's one dude who seemed a little more ambitious and, and, and kind of uh, go-getting than the rest. And this dude actually went out. And I was like, dude, you have you have this this car with these things, these features. I was asking about like car seat hooks because you know I'm in a position where car seat hooks are you know, whatever. I needed a certain number of seats. I needed validation. I was like, so he went out, actually filmed the video on his phone, sent it to me via text. He's like, here you go. I've got proof of like all of these car seat hooks for you. Even though like, I mean, they kind of say it on the thing. They don't really know. Anyways, car seat hooks can be tricky. Just saying. Anyways, the dude's sending me actual videos. Like, I think we were like, he wanted to confirm if there was a sunroof or not in it because like it, it was supposed to have it and it didn't. And anyways, so he's actually sending me videos of the actual vehicle that I would potentially purchase. I haven't walked foot in the dealership. I haven't. This was like one of the first times I had talked to him. He's sending me visual visual proof of the questions that I had. And nobody else, n- nobody else, none of the other uh, dealers, none of the other uh, guys that I had talked to were willing to kind of do that. So the power of video to actually get that in front of me, I actually ended up buying the car from him. Now he did have the advantage of having, you know, the car with all the stuff that we wanted and the colors and everything. But still, I mean, he provided an experience. He was he he let me see something that I needed to see to, to kind of move me further down the process. And that's exactly what Ed's talking about here is can you have some of that maybe, you know, already stock ready of questions that don't change. And now in this case is a little bit different as, you know, that um, I was actually getting, you know, real time almost kind of feedback on the actual vehicle that I was going to purchase. But, you know, again, Ed's saying, listen, I got my tungsten metallic Subaru Outback 2018 version. I want somebody to be able to see with the, you know, the almond butter, that sounds right, interior. I want somebody to be able to see that. And I think there's a, there's a, there's a balance of, yes, I think that's important, right? You can do that, right? You can have the, this is the policy. So this is my favorite thing. If we want to take it right over to insurance and, and this is the stuff that, uh, you know, it doesn't, doesn't rack up tons of views, right? It doesn't do $50,000, how to change the clock type of views, but these are the money-making views, right? These are the things that people really want to know. And, and and some of I guess I would say the most valuable profitable pieces of content that I that I ever created, I would go line by line down a policy. Right, it's uh, Medical Mutual's three thousand HSA plan explained or reviewed or whatever. I think I always said explained. I don't think I ever said reviewed. But I would actually put the policy name, and this is where health insurance cheats a little bit because again, maybe here we go three levels. You know, um, you know health insurance, Ohio, and then, or no, I'm sorry, Ohio health insurance, health insurance company, and then health insurance policy within the specific company, because you would have, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten different policies within one company. So you, you would be able to go down to that third level, right? So it's not just health insurance, um, in Ohio, it's not just health insurance in Ohio with medical mutual, it's health insurance in Ohio with medical mutual and their 3000 HSA plan, right? Three levels. And so that's what, you know, again, it's, it's not just in the car dealers space. It's not just, it's not just minivan. It's uh, a Chrysler Pacifica minivan. Uh, that is the, you know, the limited or the touring or whatever the stupid trim models are, right? Like, so you can go that far and the challenge is just getting it tied back to your area, right? And making sure that people can find you. That's, that's so important, right? That, that is valuable stuff. If you have, if you have a detailed walkthrough to shoot somebody or in Ed's you know, case, just even something as simple as a claim, but I would like to take it even further of, and this is where we kind of cross over. We've talked about this in, on podcasts of uh, the truth about video proposals. We did that part one and part two. 
this is where you can kind of start to blur the lines of what might end up in a video proposal and what actually ends up on the front end. I think, I think personally, a lot more should end up on the front end than, than you might think. But this is where if you actually have that detailed walkthrough, like line by line, like policy, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk health insurance here, summary of benefits, basically, you know, if you're going line by line, here's how each thing works. Yeah, it's not the most interesting thing. And it's not something that somebody is going to willingly <laughs> raise their hand and say, yes, please. But if you're sending it to them and they can kind of skip around, they get, you know, maybe five or 10 minutes worth of saying they understand it. If you can send that to them and they understand the policy, the company, the, 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 the the few things that are very specific and unique to that company that you know might be different than somebody else that they might be considering. If you can get to that point and have that piece of content to just ship out to them and, and, and kind of deliver to them and they might even be finding it on their own. That's so powerful because again, it's just so specific. It's so specific and it lets them know exactly what they're looking for because you've done the work, right? You've done the work to explain and be helpful, solve a problem. Again, like we've mentioned before, the only problem is, is just making sure that the person that finds it can actually do business with you. What if my house is in the path of the Thomas fire? That's even more specific. Do you yep. think they would look that up? In the next fire, you still want to rank for the next fire. Exactly, right. right. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so if someone searches Google, is it geographic? Like if someone's in stu- if you rank where you are, is it still going to rank if someone searches it in Germany or is it still going to rank in Florida? Nothing will drive you crazy faster than having a piece of content rank nationally or uh, why not throughout the entire world driving tons of traffic and leads to your agency and you not being able to do anything about it uh, to answer ed's question how does that work how does the rankings work geographically so obviously this is probably a question that i need to ask nissa leader our kind of seo guru uh, i didn't really plan to get this to get here in the podcast but anyways i can tell you from my personal experience having this happen multiple times um, anything that was not, I did not specifically tie to Ohio. If I did not put Ohio in there, it was more generally focused on, for example, one of, I think the most viewed video, the most viewed video that I have on YouTube currently is, uh, I think if you search it like right now, if you just typed in your phone, um, on YouTube, PPO versus HMO, um, I'm going to be the number one result. I think it's got like 50 some thousand views or something. I don't know. Uh, that's not tied specifically to Ohio. It's, there's no real connection to me. Uh, it's got a lot of views, but it does very little business. Uh, people from all over are finding it that, that are not able, that I'm not able to sell to. Then you have to make, again, if you actually, if that happens, right, if you, if you have that, then you have to make a bigger decision of, do you expand your market, your reach, or do you, you know, tighten, batten down the hatches on your marketing and try and get a little more precise, you know, sharpen the scalpel, be a little more finer with it. I don't know. Those are all business questions that, that are going to be up to you. But ultimately the goal is to be in that position, right? To where it is working so well that you have to make those tough decisions because having too much is better than obviously not having enough. And so I would say personally, my experience, again, you know, I think some of the other uh, videos that did well were, you know, what's the difference between a, a bronze, silver and gold plan? Uh, you know, that that went that went nationwide as far as people you know, searching it again, not a ton of business, uh, all the all of the more generic titles. But the ones that, like I said, talking about the best health insurance companies, the specific health insurance plans, um, you know, those are the ones that actually closed the business. Those are the ones that compelled people to pick up the phone 
and call me. And that's the that's the point, right? That's what you're after. So figuring out a way, and this is where the trial and error is gonna come in. Now you heard Ed mention at the beginning of the clip talking about the Thomas fire. So, um, you know, this is things that, uh, you know, we don't necessarily deal with in Ohio, but wildfires out in California, and apparently they name them like, you know, other natural disasters because maybe we make the natural disaster a little more friendlier if we give it a name. Uh, the Thomas fire in California, if people are searching for that, what happens if your house is, you know, burnt up? Or caught in the path of, you know, he, he's he's thinking of certain ideas and his, his head's right in the right place of how do I leverage that name value of something people know about, and this is the other other challenge, right? And I've I learned this the hard way. You know, being in the health insurance world, in the you know the you know in the thick of the Obamacare, like the whole thing, right, from start to finish, from the law being passed, uh, you know, to where it is today. There comes a fine line in, in much like this this uh, wildfire thing where you just you don't want to you don't want to get too caught up with newsjacking or chasing the news because that's where um, something isn't relevant enough and you'll spend a lot of time creating content around something that uh, is not going to stand a chance and not have a long shelf life and the the other challenge is that when you compete in that arena and much like you know if I talked about something generally related to Obamacare you've got actual national like publications, the Wall Street Journal, maybe the New York Times, the Washington Post, those are probably better examples. Um, just basically any online publication that covers you know serious things, you're competing it with them for those search results too. So that's always not an easy place to play. So I always took the approach of it's not, you don't wanna chase the news, but you wanna um, provide analysis on you know those changes, the things that, that they would be uh, impacted by. So it has a longer shelf life, what to do because of this thing, not, not actually informing them of those things because then you just, again, you might as well put on your news reporter's hat. And uh, and get the pen and paper out, get the cigar out, and start you know asking the questions. It's just it's not it's not sustainable because you'll find too many misses and too many things that won't get to where you need them to go. But ultimately, that those are the challenges, right? Of of of, of ranking and and finding the right mix. These are all things that you're going to have to play with. Uh, there is no necessarily right or wrong answer. You just have to know who you want to go after, and that's why it's always always starts with the type of business that you want to sell and who you want to sell sell it to because nobody can answer those questions and, and people will ask me all the time like what you know what should I do should I do this should I do that and and really if you don't have those two answer those two questions answered from the beginning then then none of it is really going to matter in any meaningful way you're just going to waste a lot of effort and energy because once you identify who those people are the type of business you want to sell who you want to sell it to and ultimately where it can or wants to be sold those are the things that are going to dictate this entire strategy. And then once you figured out that, once you have that locked down, then it just becomes a matter of really figuring out how much name value there is to leverage and how specific you can be selling it to them throughout the entire process. I'll tell you one thing. That I don't like about Tupperware, and that is how unnecessarily explosive it seems to be whenever you just touch it. Uh, my wife asked me, like, we got, like, you know, kind of like higher cabinets. I'm sure everybody does. She's like, can you get something down from the top? And no matter when or how or when I approach this situation, just the sheer act of touching it and slightly sliding it out of the cabinet somehow, like, triggers this massive, like, well, everything's just gonna fall, slide out, and just 
kind of go crazy. And that usually leads to, to me cussing in front of the kids, which, I mean, Tupperware, but you know, whatever. It, it sometimes just has to happen. I don't know. I, and, then, and then there's the whole situation of, did you actually get the right size? I feel like I'm pretty good at this. I feel, I feel if I had a skill, I feel like I'm pretty good at nailing down the, the right the right size Tupperware for the actual quantity of things that need to be stored. Uh, however, I'm just I'm just curious if if your Tupperware is also as explosive as mine appears to be. It even doesn't matter if I've got all the, the right lids sorted, properly stacked, aligned, uh, all together. It doesn't matter. It's just something something goes awry every time I put my hands on it. And then it just doesn't matter because even even if you try to keep up with it, no matter what, no matter how diligent, I just need a Tupperware person in my life, to be honest with you. I just need somebody to manage the organization of my Tupperware because, because it's not good. It's just always going to be a mess. It's just one thing that is just impossible to stay up on. Things get disorganized, and then you just run out of room and just more and more keep showing up. You don't know how they got there. You haven't, you, you honestly haven't bought a thing of Tupperware in probably 10 years, but yet it's just something that never goes away. I don't know. Whatever. JoeHateAgencyNation.com. I mean, I'm sure you're as domestically challenged as I am. I'm curious. I'd like to know uh, if you are, I have no segue. What I'm going to ask you to do at this point in time, if you haven't already, is head on over to, you guessed it, agencynation.com slash newsletter. Jump on the newsletter. Uh, hang out with me on Sunday mornings. Uh, that's where I put out, uh, you know, I, I don't, calling it my best work would be a stretch, but uh, certainly it's, uh, it's definitely, um, it's definitely where I put a lot of effort and energy and uh, just kind of giving you a look into uh, what is my biggest thought of the week and the experiences that I had. So if you haven't jumped on there, uh, come hang out Sunday mornings with me and then also come enjoy every time Ryan gets excited and likes to blast out um, some very, very excited thoughts to the newsletter. That's always a good time. agencynation.com slash newsletter. And uh, yeah, we'll see you there.